Tasmania Talks with Mike O'Loughlin, weekday mornings from 9. Apparently, and Rhea brought this to my attention, and fair enough too, Rhea, the producer sitting there working very hard, that it was on this day six years ago that Tasmania Talks broadcast its very first show across your airwaves. So I guess today, celebrating six years of Taz Talks, what better time to check in with the man who made it all possible, the Executive General Manager of Tasmanian Broadcasters, Tim Holder, is sitting in front of me. Tim, welcome to Tasmania Talks, and happy birthday to us. Well, thanks very much, Mike, and uh, hello to all the listeners. It's really exciting to have reached uh, six years after uh, a lot of planning and a lot of hard work in those early days. I think the show has uh, developed into a uh, almost a cult following across the greater north, and, uh, yeah, it's wonderful just to sit back and mm. reflect for a moment the journey that we've been on. Well, more so for you because it was, it was your baby. I mean, uh, tell us all those years ago, what inspired you to create a talkback show for Tassie? Well, I guess um, I, I grew up in Launceston and uh, I went away for about a, a dozen years in my late 20s and, and came back in my very early 40s. And uh, I guess through that time, uh, in my early years living here, uh, there was a, a, a talk show called the Mike Dodd Radio Show. And uh, I used to quite like that as a teenager. Mm. I found it uh, got into local issues and, and even as a young, a young fellow on uh, what was uh, 70X, which is now the Chile uh, frequency, mm. um, it was great to sort of get into local issues. Then going away, I got exposed to mainland talk stations. Uh, for a period of time, I lived in Melbourne. Uh, of course, uh, Neil Mitchell um, at 3AW was really big and uh, had a huge following. Mm, and Absolutely. Then when I came back to Tasmania and got my first role, uh, one and only role in radio, for that matter, it occurred to me that uh, really there was an opportunity for a very strong northern-focused mm. talk show that could really get into the important issues of the north, uh, the three major cities and the multitude of smaller towns that uh, sort of accentuate uh, the greater north of Tasmania. I think the, the highlight for me coming on board as the newbie, it's very much it's localism. There's no doubt about it. Um, so our company Grant Broadcasters has uh, localism in our, in our DNA mm. to our very core. Uh, the founder of the company, a fellow by the name of Mr Walter Grant back in the 1920s um, who started the first radio station in, in Dubbo he, uh, to his very core, believed that local radio stations should be uh, heavily involved with the community, involved mm. with chambers of commerce and the, the whole the whole sort of community array. And from that day to this day, the philosophy of the company basically hasn't changed. Of course, the company's a lot bigger today. Uh, we're in... It's uh, massive. 31 markets with the yeah. second largest regional broadcaster uh, in Australia and the largest uh, privately held radio company in Australia, uh, still owned by that uh, same family uh, three generations on. But uh, to our core, we believe that uh, to produce great radio, to really engage our listeners, is to mm. talk about local things that are important to them. Well, I was going to say, Tim, why was it important then for the show to cover uh, through LAFM 7SD, 7AD, 7BEU and 7XS? Yeah, it's a really great question, actually. Um, I think um, Tasmania is a, is a very parochial place and uh, mainlanders who come in will often say, oh, you know, they look down on us a little bit. They don't understand that tension that can exist between the north and the south and they call it uh, parochialism. And, of course, that's exactly what it is. And I guess like anything, too much of, of, of anything can be mm. either a good or a bad thing. Um, uh, parochialism in a bad sense is, is, is dangerous, but I think parochialism in a good sense is, is competitive. And so why shouldn't the North, uh, the Greater North, the Devonports, the Burnies, the Smithtons, the St Helens, mm. the, the um, Zeans and Queenstowns and Launcestons, 
you know, we, we can't be, as a group, uh, dominated by the capital. And I think it's quite important that, uh, you know, we get a good voice. And, of course, we do. We get a very strong voice. Um, uh, we're well represented. But that's because local media over the generations has been a fierce mm. advocate for the interests. And I see radio being no different. Radio is actually... Uh I remember many, many years ago, that's how I know radio, it's, it's disappearing and it's going to be digital, it'll be this and that and the other. Gee, that's, how wrong was that statement many, many years ago? I find, though, that um, even I, I now get phone calls from Hobart telling me that why aren't I doing the Hobart forecast? <laughs> uh, because we go through DAB Plus there, 780 Classic Hits. And I, I was amazed by the um, quite a few thousand listeners we have down there through that digital yeah. platform. Well, it certainly hasn't taken our focus away from being a predominantly northern-focused show. All. And um, that's that's not about to change. This is our heartland audience. But, yes, yeah, certainly um, you're, you're quite right. Uh, we do broadcast uh, statewide on DAB Plus now into Hobart. Uh, and, of course, we've made a number of um, service improvements across the north, um, particularly mm. over the last two or three years, where we've taken those um, rather ordinary-sounding AM stations to FM, and uh, that's been a big improvement. It has, and that was, and that's taken a long time to get there, but finally did get there. It must be um, a proud moment, boy, to see your baby to, to be lasting this long, to win the awards that it's won, to be, uh, which is great, from the previous presenters that I've listened to that have been, you know, fabulous. So it's been, it, you know, they've all been great people. They've all been great to, to be on board with Tasmania Talks. But it really is a great opportunity, isn't it, for localism? I'm not just saying that because you're sitting in front of me, you know, bloody hell, I'd, you, you and I talk all the time and um, I'm very candid. But the reality is it gives people the chance to have their say, and I think that's very important, even if I disagree with them. Well, local local heroes begin to emerge. I mean, you know, take um, Donnie from Elizabethtown. Donnie's fabulous, he's one, yes. he's, I mean, you listen to Donnie, and he's probably listening right now, but um, he's the voice of reason, his, his mm. logic's impeccable, um, you know, I don't always agree with everything he says, but he always comes with a very well-considered and very um, laconic view on on the world. And, you know, these... these, these uh, and there are many other callers who call in regularly, but uh, it's so important for these people to have their say because it sparks thinking, it sparks creativity, it sparks more conversation, mm. it sparks the politicians uh, into action, and it's these things together that really make for a vibrant community. And most of those are very nervous to get on the program too, I can tell you, <laughs> even from, from past, even to previous, even to right now, of course... But what, what, what I was just going to say one of the one of the great um, sure. one of the great uh, things that we've really seen, and I think particularly in your era, uh, has just been how the calls have increased. Uh, it, it's an obvious thing mm. that uh, having a talk show without callers would be a problem. But uh, mm. we we regularly have uh, full switchboards. We uh, have no trouble getting calls to air, and uh, you know I think our community, the two hundred and fifty thousand people this seeks to serve, mm. have really engaged with the show, and, and particularly you, Mike. I, I well, thank you. Um, um, the checks in the mail. No, I mean, the, the interesting part that I find that, that is really, to me, a saviour for something I do is the appreciation of people that get on who cannot get a voice to see a, a hospital, see a surgeon, to get delivery done for some particular uh, elective surgery. We've had those people ring up. They've then And people have heard them on the air and have rung back and we've been able to solve problems that are so serious that they've waited years to problem uh, years to solve i find that incredibly beneficial and wonderful that this that radio suddenly works i know this is you know patting everyone on the back here but i mean it's a, the the program itself gives that opportunity yeah look it sort of goes back to the point that you made earlier about the power of radio um you know, I don't mind admitting that uh, I spent the first uh, 20 years of my career in press and I've done a lot with digital over the over the journey. 
And, you know, those of us in traditional media who have come from that traditional media background um, understand the difficulties of digital disruption. Mm. And if you'd said to me five or ten years ago, you know, how's radio going to look, I would have said, well, probably much the same as television or press. That would be a logical sort of extrapolation. Mm. The truth is that it hasn't, that hasn't happened at all. In fact, as it's turned out, based on independent research that's regularly done across Australia, um, there have never been more listeners to radio. Yeah. So, so good old radio, you know, it's first, first broadcast medium um, in the world, 1920s, it arrived in Australia. And, uh, you know, all these years on, we go from strength to strength. But I think it's because we've avoided the temptation to nationalise mm. or, or globalise, but we've remained hyper-local in our focus serving our local listeners uh, day after day and you know, we've got a great um, debt to you for, for doing that so well, Mike. Well, did you bring a cake? Uh, that's all I can ask. Look, it's good to talk to you. Thanks for popping in. Uh, Executive General Manager of Tasmanian Broadcasters, Mr Tim Holder. Tim, thank you, and uh, we'll have a chat in a year's time when it's the 7th. Look forward to it. Thanks, Mike. Tasmania Talks with Mike O'Loughlin, weekday mornings from 9. 